0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Starting Small Music Podcast. I'm your host, Justin McCormick, and today we have a very special guest with us. We have producer Arjun Singha. You're going to hear Arjun's story of growing up in L.A., working on a DDG record, and also recording with Lil Mosey. I hope you guys enjoy, and we'll see you at the end. Just keep smiling! Duck out way. How are you doing today, Arjun? Doing good, man. How about yourself? Hope you're, hope you're good. I'm doing good, man. So getting right into your story, I'd like to get back right to your childhood. Where did you grow up and what was your childhood like?
1: I grew up in L.A., bro. I grew up in the Valley here in L.A. Um, cool. It was good, man. I just um, went to school, you know, all that stuff. Um, I went to, like, Heart of the Valley Christian School when I was little and then went to, like, um charter middle school, and then graduated high school from El Camino, and now I'm at uh, Pierce College right now. Gotcha, cool. Now, did yeah. you grow up in a musical family at all, or is that something you kind of just fell into? Um, I mean, kind of, yeah. My my pops is really into into music, and um, he played in a band when he was, like, in college and stuff, so he knows guitar, drums, and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I for sure picked up a lot of music from him um, and have his taste in music and rock and stuff like that. So,
0: yeah, man. Were those some of the first records you remember listening to? Is kind of consuming those rock records of your
1: dad? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely rock that I that I was introduced uh, to when I was when I was younger. You know, Guns and Roses, Metallica, ACDC, all of those. So. Yeah.
0: For sure. Now, uh, are those some of the artists you like? Would say like kind of got you into music, or were you kind of listening to rap is when you like really got your grasp into music? Yeah,
1: for sure, for sure. When it comes to rap, but I was always inspired by rock, but it it wasn't the reason why I started music production. Um, it was always because of rap. Yeah. Um, and R and B. So.
0: Yeah. Now, when did you start actually making beats or like even like getting the interest of it? Like, were you even old enough to buy yourself a laptop, or did you have to go and be like, yeah, man?
1: So yeah, yeah. So actually, what happened was, um. Yeah, so I got a job when I was like sixteen at Target and um I saved up just enough money to buy like this three hundred dollar laptop and this like anchor speaker, this like thirty dollar anchor speaker. Yeah. That's what I started off on. Literally just that and like free FL Studio trial. And um that, that's that's what I started off on and now I got like a full on setup just from you know, from investing that, you know, whatever three hundred dollars in myself from Target. What was it like having to learn on FL
0: Studio? I feel like so many people in this day and age are just jump into GarageBand, you know, to get their feet wet.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, the thing is with FL Studio, I feel like newer producers have it a lot easier than it it was a while ago because, you know, now there's all these YouTube videos and all these different ways where you can actually learn everything that you want, you know? So I definitely just learned off of YouTube. That's it. For sure. Now, like, your first beats
0: you were making, what do you say, uh, say they kind of sound like? Like, what artists, like, would you have said, like, th- those songs would have
1: been good for at that time? Oh, I um when I started out, actually, my biggest inspiration for music is is Nav. Yeah. So I was making a lot of, like, Nav-type beats and stuff like that when I was, like, starting out, you know? Just, like, my whole sound was just, um you know, very ambient pads and, like, some hard-hitting drums and stuff like that. Even when I sucked, you know? Like, back in the day when I first started out, yeah. um, it was definitely a lot of Nav vibes for sure do you think those
0: like hard-hitting drums came from your rock influences as a kid for sure man
1: yeah just a lot of the bounces and and um and just like kind of knowing um you know what sounds to use and stuff like that for sure came from rap have you from uh from rock yeah have you ever had
0: any opportunities to work on any rock projects yet or are you just focusing on your rap i don't really i don't really make
1: rock music it's just something i listen to i got you Yeah.
0: yeah for sure Now, when did you start actually, like, thinking, like, this is something I want to do, like, professionally, like, I'm actually pretty good at this?
1: Um, I think, like, a month or two in to producing. Really? Like, literally a month or two in. I just, like, I I don't know, man. I just, I have, like, this belief in myself compared to, like, I don't know if this is going to work out. So, I was just, like, you know what? If I'm going to do this, like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was for sure, like, I really just want to learn everything first before I even, that's one thing that I did is, before i even sent other people my music and worked out, reached out with other producers i made sure that my music was like quality you know because yeah. the worst thing is like when you start out and you're just starting out and your music obviously isn't that good because you know you're just learning and stuff like that and then you start reaching out to bigger producers and wanting to work with people when you send them a crappy pac-man they'll remember that even when you become like as good as you become they're like oh that's the kid that sent me that really shitty bag back in the day you know (laughs) so it's for sure like like um getting good at your craft before you start sharing it with people
0: for sure who are some of those first like uh producers that you were sending tracks to that you feel like took a chance on you like when you're first sending stuff um let's see i'm
1: trying to think um honestly At the time, I was mostly making, making beats. I didn't really make that many loops. Now I make beats and loops, but when it comes to beats, at least it was the first person that ever let me send beats is, um, Fritz, who's a Playboy Cardi's engineer. Okay, cool. So he was like the first person in like this industry that like actually like believed in my music. So I had been even like a couple months into my music when my stuff wasn't even that good. He let me send stuff and, you know, place my stuff and yeah would he give you like feedback like yeah he would always give me feedback he would always go live and you know say oh you know Arjun's one of my favorite producers and this and that like now fritz is like a huge engineer and like he's doing really good for himself so i'm really proud of him yeah yeah, he he was for sure like the first person that gave me a chance now
0: do you ever write anything on the lyrical side of things or you mostly just stick to the track just the track man that's what i do do you ever like Like, just my strong side is do you come in with a title like do you ever like name like your track and then like the writer will like go off of that name or do you kind of just send them the track and they have full like just whatever they want to do with it
1: exactly that's what i do just send them
0: the track and give them free all the creativity do you guys ever do it like in a room you know
1: like where the writers and you are in the room and you're doing the beat kind of on the spot um i haven't actually done that um it's mostly just like for example when me and mosey work little mosey Whenever yeah. we work, um, I'll just sometimes I'll make the beat or sometimes I'll just send him the beats. You know, it kind of depends. Sometimes he'll just have me play beats. So it kind of just depends on the vibe. You know, most of the time I just end up playing stuff because like when he's there, he's there to like work, you know. Yeah. So He's there just to record as many songs and stuff like that. So that's what I wanted to ask you, too. How did you uh, end up get, linking up with Lil Mosey? Well, actually, I had um, I had randomly like DM like one of his like uh, someone that was close to him. Mm-hmm. um just like from his story and then he had um and I asked him if I could send beats and he said yeah for sure man send some beats and then um I sent him the beats and uh he played Mosey like one of my beats and he's like bro this is hard as fuck and he like used it right away first beat that he played and then Mosey had um he dm'd me after that and wanted to work how did
0: that feel like that first like big dm from like a big artist like saying like yo I'm gonna put this out
1: it was cool it was cool for sure i remember i was on facetime with my friends beckoning when mosey dm me i was like oh shit mosey dm me i was like all right let's check it out let's see what he says that's pretty cool
0: hey i hope you guys are enjoying this episode and i'd like to take a pause to thank this week's mid-break sponsor Termery. As busy musicians, it is crucial that you get a good night's sleep so you can go on the road or in the studio well rested. And that's where Turmery comes into play. With a wide variety of mattresses, mattress toppers, beddings, and pillows, Turmery is your one-stop shop to a good night's sleep. I personally use their 5-Zone Mattress Topper which was designed to target and relieve pressure points and I can truly say I have seen a change in my night's sleep. Turmery also takes pride in using sustainable materials in their products such as pure organic non-GMO cotton, latex, bamboo, and linen. So go check the them out for yourself at turmery.com and use code SSM10 for 10% off your next order. Now enjoy the rest of the episode. I really like, uh, so when I was doing research for this pod, like I was on your Instagram and I really like just how like level-headed you are. Like you made some posts about your top favorite producers for Lil Mosey and like you had yourself like at the bottom of like a list of incredible producers. Like yeah. how with success do you keep just like, like the head, like just moving forward and not just like settle for like anything, just keeping
1: going? Bro, the way I see it is is um, the way I see it is just like if if the song doesn't release or like if the song doesn't release, like you can get as many cuts and as many artists to record on your stuff, but if if it doesn't release, it doesn't mean anything to me. So that's really what I learned. I remember I used to get so excited, like oh shit, this guy recorded on my on my beat, you know, this guy. I would get so excited when I was like first starting out, but now if someone records on my beat, I was like ah, it doesn't really matter until it comes out. So that's really one thing that that kind of drives me is to get as many cuts and as many people on my beats as possible and you know just because at the end of the day afterwards it's not really um it's not really my say what songs is released so yeah as the, the key is just to make as much music as possible and just to keep going man like never settle for sure now i mean,
0: me being a country artist it's been cool in the past like couple of years like with a couple like rap and country crossovers and the biggest one being last year Lil Durk and Morgan Wallen doing a song called Broadway Girls I don't know if you heard it but uh no I don't think I have but I'll check it out for sure how do you feel about uh just
1: like the genres like that like clashing and being able to come together awesome man I love it because because um I feel like a lot of times genres especially like rap like it'll get stale and you'll be making the same music over and over again to the point like if you've heard one art one like trap song or one rap song, you've basically heard all of them. Like there's no there's not a lot of creativity. So when you mash genres, it really brings out the creativity of like both genres and both sides and just makes like incredible records. For sure. And
0: I mean you're talking about like hearing like the same rap song like the same time. That's why I really appreciated like King Von's music and like he was taken from us way too soon because I feel like he like really put out a fresh sound in a rap that I hadn't
1: seen in a minute. For sure, man. For sure. There's there's a lot of artists nowadays that are doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. But for sure, King Von had huge influence on what rap is right now.
0: Now, one of my favorite tracks that you put out is a uh, a DDG's Elon Musk. Take me through the creative
1: process when you're making the beat for that. Oh, I, I didn't I didn't do Elon Musk. I did a um, whiskey freestyle. Okay, whiskey freestyle. My yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, all good. Yeah, whiskey freestyle. That was a fun record. I actually did a beat breakdown with um with my friends Trey and Aaron on that. Uh, oh. So we broke down the beat and we showed everyone how we made it. Yeah, that was a really fun record. Um, I was working with Trey, who's, um, who's DDG's producer and like, he's a really close friend of mine too. So, um, I just had tapped in with him and I was sending him loops and FLPs and stuff like that. And he just hit me one day. He's like, yo, send me some DDG's in like this space phase right now. So I was like, bro, I have this perfect loop that I made like last year that had, I sampled Neil Armstrong and all that stuff. And I made the loop with Aaron. So I was like, bro, if you want space, like you can't get more space than Neil Armstrong. Yeah, so I had sent it literally the next day. DDG recorded on it, And, like three days later, the song released.
0: So it was pretty cool. Jesus, I mean, DDG is huge. I'm sure that had to be like sick when like that
1: came out for you. For sure, because like that was the first time I I heard the record, so I was like, yo, that shit is fire. Because I'm glad like DDG killed it too, and even the guy who did the music video, um, I'm not, I don't really remember his name, but he killed the music video, and he saw like, our um our vision when it came to like the Neil Armstrong intro and added Neil Armstrong TV and stuff like that. So he really saw what we as producers were trying to uh, show people. And, you know, they put the music video together like perfectly. So for sure. Awesome.
0: No, another difference uh, coming from the country world is like, we might have one, two producers on a song In rap. There could be like five, seven, 10 producers. What right. do you think the reasoning is for that? Is like one person doing the beat one's doing this or like, what's the reasoning behind that? Honestly, man,
1: I feel it's definitely a collaborative process, but honestly, I feel like the reason why people have this many people on loops is for sure to get more, more of a, more of a chance to get placements. Cause you'll have all of those people on the loop sending it out. That's true. Um, even though, even though that's a, that's for sure a factor, it's always really fun making music with other producers. So at the end of the day, like as long as everyone is cool in the business and understands the splits and stuff like that, like I don't care how many producers are on it. That just makes the record better. because sure. Everyone has a, has input and everyone, you know, a lot of different heads producing on one um one track. It's like makes the record better in my opinion. For sure. Do you have any projects coming out soon that you're excited about? Anything with Lil Mosey or anyone else? Yeah, for sure. We uh, me and Mosey got a lot of more stuff coming out. He's gonna drop the album soon. Maybe I think like next year, early next year or something like that. Okay. And then I got um I got two songs on Rachel McQuan's album coming up. Um one is with Young Blue. So Rachel Mequan Young Blue and then another song called Dangerous. Oh, cool. Um, And then I have one on Realist K. He's an R&B artist. I have one on his album, too. So I'm pretty excited for some of the records coming up. That's dope. Now, yeah. who would you say your top three in the game are right now, like, putting out music? Um, what genre? Because I have well, different Just rap, yeah. For rap, um, like, it'll probably be. Nav is my favorite artist, so for sure, Nav. Nav? Um, Nav, I'm going to say Tori, um, Tori Tory Lanes. Yeah. Also, one of my favorite artists, um, really fun guy to work with too. Um, and then I'd say probably gonna, I thought we are gonna, going Yeah.
0: Now you seem like a, like I said, a really driven guy. What would you say your like five, 10 year plan is like goals wise for music?
1: 100% just to keep, um, keep stacking up the placements, man. I feel like that's the most important thing because at the end of the day, that's all you could really do as a producer um the numbers and stuff we have no control over, so there's no point in worrying about that stuff, you know. We that's up to the fans and up to how the song does. So I really just I'd really just say just um like focusing on what you can control. So, you know, just getting as many placements as possible, working with as many talented artists as possible, working with as many talented producers as possible and just making some hits. That's like really my goals. For sure. Now I like to close my interviews by asking. What's a piece of advice that
0: you've learned on your journey in music and someone that would want to be like a rap or a producer in the current
1: rap, like game. Um, wait, are you talking about, you're talking about producers, right? Yeah. A producer. For sure. Um, like I said before, is to have quality music before you send it out to people, before yep. you work with people. Because I, like I said, I'd rather someone take their time, spend time, get perfect, their craft, have their own sound and then send me stuff compared to just like, right off the bat just wanting to get success and just start sending to people you know because at the end of the day it's all about the music you know if the music isn't good it doesn't matter who you work with they stand not, yeah so that's for sure what i'd say
0: well guys there you well guys there you have it my conversation with Arjun singha Arjun, thank you so much for coming on the show. I had an awesome time talking with you. Everyone go follow him on Instagram at ArjunXSinga. And make sure to come back next week to hear my conversation with Braden Griffith, manager at Big Loud. Check out Starting Small Music on YouTube to see all the video content from our interviews. And also, follow Starting Small Music on Instagram at Starting Small Music. And let us know who you'd like to hear on the podcast next. And remember, everyone start small.